0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad free episode. I'm Rich Stravolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Instagram announced co watching, a new feature that lets users browse the app together with friends over video chat. If you're in a DM or direct message conversation, you can share saved, liked, and suggested photos and videos with one another, part of an effort by Instagram and parent company Facebook to support users who are stuck at home or otherwise isolated by the COVID-19 pandemic. Instagram says it also plans to expand the amount of educational resources it shows in its search results, remove COVID-19 content unless it's from a credible health organization, and offer new stickers that promote accurate information and let users donate to relevant nonprofits. Apple has announced on its developer website that the App Store is launching in 20 new countries this year, including Afghanistan, Iraq, Cameroon, and Myanmar, bringing the total to 175 countries and regions. Apple says developers need to make sure their membership accepts the updated program license agreement and paid applications agreement when applicable and select the new countries or region in its pricing and availability section of their app before April 10th to auto-add the app in all new countries. The Financial Times sources say Facebook is in talks to buy a multi-billion dollar stake in Indian telecom, broadband, and e-commerce giant Reliance Geo and was close to signing a preliminary deal for a 10% share before global travel bans due to health concerns stalled progress. Google reportedly also had separate talks with Reliance Geo and last year Microsoft announced plans to partner with Geo to offer cloud computing to businesses. Facebook-owned WhatsApp already has 400 million users in India, and Facebook is estimated to have more Indian users than any other single country. The World Health Organization launched a chat bot on WhatsApp for COVID-19 information. Information is updated daily and launches with English support, with Arabic, Chinese, French, Russian, and Spanish support arriving in the coming weeks. Google launched its dedicated COVID-19 information site at google.com slash COVID-19. The site is available in English with a Spanish version on the way and offers state-based information, safety and prevention tips, search trends related to COVID-19 with information from the World Health Organization and the U.S. CDC, as well as links to U.S. state's local health sites. All this information will be provided in information cards as well for people searching for COVID-19 related topics. As businesses shut down worldwide, ad spending is declining, and Cohen and company analysts estimate Google net revenue will be $127.5 billion for the year, $28.6 billion less than a previous estimate. Facebook is now estimated to make $67.8 billion on the year, $15.7 billion less than previously estimated. Both companies are still expected to be profitable. Facebook reported a weakening in ad business Tuesday as traffic increases in non-monetized services like messaging. Cohen also estimates Twitter revenue will be 18% lower than previously expected and Spotify 30% lower. Overall, Cohen estimates U.S. ad revenue to fall 11% year-over-year year in 2020. Safari from macOS, iOS, and iPadOS now blocks all third-party cookies by default. Third-party cookies are set by domains that aren't the same as the page you're visiting. This prevents cross-site request forgery attacks and cross-site tracking. Safari also now limits website scripts to storage for one week. The WebKit team behind the change will report results to the World Wide Web Consortium. Chrome plans to do a similar change in 2022. An internal memo from Apple retail chief Deirdre O'Brien says the company expects it will be able to reopen Apple stores sometime in the first half of April. It was not clear which stores or in which countries. O'Brien said Apple will extend its work from home arrangements through at least April 5th and reevaluate weekly by region. The Folding at Home project announced its cumulative compute capacity now exceeds 1.5 exaflops, employing 4.63 million CPU cores, as well as nearly 43,000 GPUs. Earlier this week, Folding at Home reported it received 400,000 new contributors in the last two weeks. Sony Corporation announced it plans to spin off its entire electronics products and solutions business unit into an intermediate holding company named Sony Electronics Corporation, effective April 1st. This would include imaging products and solutions, home entertainment and sound, and mobile communications. Sony Executive Vice President Shijeki Ishizuka, who headed the unit under Sony Corporation, will be the CEO of the spun off company. Epic Games launched Epic Games Publishing, partnering with game developers Remedy Entertainment, who made Control, Play Dead, who made Limbo and Inside, and Gen Design, which made The Last Guardian. Developers working with Epic will retain 100% of their IP and full creative control. Epic Games Publishing will cover 100% of development costs. After costs are recouped, developers get 50% or more of profits. Games published by Epic will not be exclusive to the Epic Games Store. And finally, Google announced it would resume updates to Chrome with plans to release Chrome 81 on April 7th. The new version was scheduled for release on March 17th, but Google suspended updates on Chrome Browser and Chrome OS to avoid disruptions as people started working from home. An official Chrome 82 release has been canceled, with features rolled into Chrome 83, expected in mid-May. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.